1: And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Monday the 6th of March. In your Squiz today, a plan to save the high seas, Xi flexes his power over China, schoolgirls poisoned in Iran and rehoming some infamous hippos. This is your Squiz today. After more than 15 years of discussions, a historic international deal to protect our oceans was done yesterday, Claire. More than 100 United Nations member countries finally agreed on something called the High Seas Treaty. Its goal is to reverse marine biodiversity losses and ensure their sustainability in international waters. They make up 60% of the world's oceans.
0: Yeah, and it's an important step towards protecting 30% of the world's oceans by 2030. That was a goal that was agreed at the big United Nations Biodiversity Summit in Montreal last year. Uh, international waters are important to just dive into a bit. Um, they're the areas that are beyond the territorial sea boundaries of any country. So there needs to be an agreement about how to protect those big areas. Uh, it hasn't been easy to reach a deal, as you say 15 years of discussions uh, and on the weekend an almost two-day marathon session uh, was required to get it through. Experts say that it's a really big deal for conservation and activists say that it's a good sign that things can still get done, uh, even though there's big divisions between nations at the moment.
1: And basically what the agreement means is that along with establishing protected marine areas, the signatories, which include Australia, have agreed to to commit more money for marine conservation efforts in those international waters and create tighter rules for commercial activities such as deep sea mining.
0: Yeah, and that's important because there's been recent assessments that say that marine species, uh, nearly 10%, are at risk of extinction due to overfishing and pollution. That includes shark species, whale species, also reef coral and abalone. Uh, the sticking points have been on how to protect those areas because, of course, they're in those international zones uh, and also how to share the costs. But it seems that most of those things have been ironed out for the most part. Officials now have a bit of time to catch their breath. That treaty requires formal adoption uh, at another United Nations session, and then it goes to those participating countries to do what they need to do uh, within their nations to implement it.
1: Yeah, so we're likely to hear more about what it means for Australia soon. For Environment Minister Tanya Plibersek's part, she previously said that Australia's been at the forefront of the fight for conservation of our oceans. Chinese economic policy and power will be the major talking points as thousands of the country's lawmakers and political advisory bodies meet in Beijing. Claire, President Xi Jinping's control over business and society is set to be strengthened after the annual session of its National People's Congress.
0: Yeah, and that's something, of course, that we've been talking about for quite some time now. Mm. Uh, over the next week or so, a lot of that is being formalised in China. Uh, Xi's choice for key government roles will be revealed. Uh, that, of course, follows his epic power grab last year where he basically cemented himself as president of China for as long as he wants to. Uh, and it's also tipped to be a big government shakeup up uh, in terms of how it's organised. Uh, along with that, of course, China has some really big issues with its economy. Uh, And what they said yesterday is that they expect the economic growth total will be 5% this year, which is up from 3% last year.
1: Yeah, and that 3% figure was China's second weakest level since at least the 1970s. It was brought on, of course, by the country's strict COVID-19 restrictions, a challenging property market, and the government's crackdown on the private sector, as well as weakening demand for Chinese exports. Claire, we haven't spoken much about the human rights protests in Iran in recent times, but they have been ongoing. And over the weekend, there was a new twist. Parents took to the streets of the capital, Tehran, and other cities after a new wave of suspected poisoning attacks on more than 1,000 schoolgirls.
0: So reports say that students in at least 10 of Iran's 31 provinces have been affected by these poisoning attacks since November. Uh, they've suffered symptoms that include respiratory problems, um, nausea, dizziness and fatigue. Uh, what they've reported is that there's been a release of gas that smells like tangerine or rotting fish uh, and that's happened at their schools before they fell ill. Uh, last week there were reports of a suspected new wave of poisonings. Uh, many Iranians suspect that the government is trying to force those girls' schools to close uh, and also that girls are being targeted as payback for their role in the mass protests that erupted in September last year.
1: Yeah, the government has denied that, though. It says it's the work of its enemies like America. The UN's also spoken up. It's called for a transparent investigation and for the government to end its brutal crackdown on those protesting over the treatment of women in Iran. It sounds like I'll have to layer up this week while you keep cool under the air con, Claire. <laughs> Oz is once again in for some wild and contrasting weather. If you're in Hobart, Adelaide like me, Melbourne or Canberra, we're in for some chilly, windy, snowy and rainy days. But that's at complete odds with everywhere else.
0: Yeah, everywhere else is sizzling (laughs) under conditions that really look quite epic this week. Um, Sydney, of course, our most populous city, uh, it's expected to reach its highest March maximums for the last few years. Uh, Temperatures are heading towards the mid to high 30s. Uh, Perth, it's had a bit of relief in recent days after recent um, heatwave conditions. Uh, It's going to see hot weather return. Uh, Also, that's coming back to Queensland. It's really had a bit of a run of hot weather. Uh, Meanwhile, there's more rain expected in the Northern Territory, which means that flood risks there remain very high.
1: Yeah, hundreds of people were evacuated from remote communities in the Northern Territory last week, and locals will probably want to keep a close eye on a tropical low that's expected to bring more rain there this week message now from our podcast partner, Sunbeam. With so many unhealthy snacks on offer, it can be hard to find something to keep your kids satisfied and happy. Sunbeam's dried fruit and cheese chilled snacks contain only real fruit and real cheese with no artificial colours or flavours. And they're a great source of calcium. It's a snack you can feel good about giving them while you're on the go. Pick up a pack today in the dairy fridge at your local Woolworths, Coles or Independent Claire, even squizzers who are not up to date on their pop culture probably heard about a certain incident between comedian Chris Rock and actor Will Smith at last year's Academy Awards ceremony – And almost a year on from that, Rock has delivered his side of the
0: story. So Rock hasn't said much publicly since those awards last year. He's kept his powder dry. Uh, And yesterday he told his story to a global audience. Uh, And of course, in a weird coincidence, (laughs) it's just a week out from the Academy Awards for this year. Um, It's interesting on a couple of fronts. He's, of course, been paid a lot of money by Netflix um, to do that special. And Netflix, in turn turned it into quite a big event it broadcasted his show yesterday afternoon live Uh, it was a first for the streamer Uh, as for what rock said uh, he said that he's not a victim he wouldn't ever be seen crying on Oprah's show talking about it. Um, He also said that Smith's anger on that night had nothing to do with him. Uh, I can't quote him because there's too many swear words, but (laughs) essentially he said that Smith was just an angry guy over his wife's extramarital activities Um, and that, of course, was very messy and it all became very public last year and he just happened to be the wrong guy in the wrong spot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and there's been no word in response from Smith or his wife Jada on this and of course we won't see Smith at this year's awards he's banned from attending for 10 years after hitting rock on stage and rock says he's turned down an offer to host the big awards show again this year Squiz the day, Claire. What have you seen that we should know about today?
0: Uh, I reckon Parliament coming back, so both houses of Parliament are sitting. There's a lot going on in terms of what the Albanese government is looking to get through, so it's probably going to be an action-packed week in Canberra.
1: Yeah, good one. Have a great Monday and we'll be back again tomorrow.